0: All right. Here, I'm gonna clap. You secret, did you get it? I did
1: my own around the same time.
0: All right. Cool. Um. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, recording update. You. Uh, well, I'm. I have you on a. Airbud. 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 Airpod. Airpod. Knockoff. In my ear. One ear j lab there you go and i am talking into my microphone you as i understand still do not have a real microphone i put it oh, in it's a real a full it's Google. a real microphone i it's just not expensive i don't know why it didn't arrive yet. hey guys you ever have any trouble well,
1: with the united states postal service if you do please um please send us an email um you know maybe we'll we'll talk about it in our next mailbag uh episode
0: this week, guys, we are going to try something a little bit different. Um, Sam and I love the art of the album. It's the only way to listen to music. And so over the next few weeks, we're just kind of going to be flip-flopping. If you don't um, listen talking to about a different album, album,
1: if you don't album listen, then you're um, kind of a bad person, I think.
0: Okay. Um that that's why well, I've looked at. I I
1: just think um <laughs> you know there's this this whole generation of song skippers now. You can't do that. It's um it it demonstrates weak moral fiber. You know, to go through a through an album just skipping along willy-nilly to whatever you Of course we all want to listen to the hits, you know, but you have to Listen to the you know that weird musical interlude or that skit that you've heard a thousand times every time that you listen to the album. Oh, the
0: skits are awful! Oh my gosh, that's I listen one to the skits thing every that time. I, I hate that Kanye did. But speaking of skits, our album for this week is "Control" by Sis. How is that
1: speaking of skits? Um, just because there's that because gra- there's that, fucking sorry, there's there's skits that, 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 throughout the, the whole album. Who t-
0: it's her talking to her. She yeah, that granny or she, whatever. Basically, okay, so Kendrick Lamar came out with them in, what, April of 2017, mm. all right? And it was kind of chock full of these little calls with his mom and his grandma. His cousin, and,
1: his, his wacky cousin who thinks that, that American black people are descended from the Israelites and that Jews are not.
0: So, a couple months later, three months later to be exact... Uh, another album comes out called Control by Janet Jackson also had an album called Control. It was spelled differently. Uh, and SZA also had a bunch of skits on the album, but they were skits of her talking to her mom and her grandma. Yeah. On the. But film. why do you draw the connection uh, to
1: Dam? Is it because she's a collaborator with? See, I.
0: I know that she and I Kendrick think she Lamar... likes Kendrick. I know. She... Ken... I mean, Kendrick was on uh, Doves in the Wind. Which is on control? Yeah, he was. Um, I and I I think it's just it really reminds me of Damn. Those really do. Um, See, I had another
1: comparison in mind, and I think this one is the one that people often bring up when listening to this album. Do you know what I'm going to say? No, it's Blonde. It's Blonde by Frank Ocean.
0: Okay. It has, but it it has also similar
1: characters in it. You know, there's that his it mother admonishing of, it, him it, for it, it, not to use drugs.
0: I'll say this. I love Blonde. I love Control. I'm not a huge fan of Damn. So, with, with that right. being said, a lot of the same things that I like about Blonde, I love about Sizz's album as well. Uh, and in fact, I love the song Doves in the Wind. But Kendrick completely annoys me on that track.
1: Yeah, me too. Well, I don't like any of the features, honestly. That's probably the weakest part of this record is the features. The, I, do, are well, you more only annoyed like by, by three the three yeah, yeah, features I, on I the whole
0: thing? Isn't there? Well, I just find. I think basically, I think what happened mm-hmm. is this, and I could be wrong. So, her first album came out Z, right? That was not particularly well received. At least it didn't get like mega popular in the same way that Controlled sure. did. I haven't listened uh, to it, so. and then. SZA ended up doing um, a feature, I believe, and we have to confirm this, but she was on Anti by Rihanna, mm. also in 2017. I love that album. Yes. And that was kind of a grooming session to, like, kind of like bring SZA into her own. Then uh, the timeline is, yeah, Kendrick comes out with his album, and then they have to kind of somehow market scissor so like how are you going to do that like great way is you take your most successful artist of the year which in that year in that genre was definitely kendrick lamar's damn and you know you throw him on whatever you can so kendrick ended up just doing basically a full year of features after that including right. being on scissor's album not to diminish it because i'm sure Sizzle was like super psyched to have kendrick on that album Um, but I, anyway, it's not the strongest part. That's not really what I want to dwell on. Let's dial back a little bit, Sam. You were the one who was pumped about talking about control in the first place. Um, give us the high level. What's your, what's your take on, on control? Well, from 20, 20, 20,000
1: feet, the 20,000 foot take is that, um, she's, uh, a songwriter with profoundly personal lyrics, um, and like undeniable vocal creativity and and skill. Like she's she's like a saxophone player who sings. Um uh, you know, a lot of times when I when I start this record off and I'm listening to it with other people. Um, like I'll point to the way that she uses her, her voice in, in Supermodel especially which is the opening track um, Well, she sounds like a damn horn. Like you could, you could replace her vocal track with a saxophone and it would be a jazz song. Like, um, which kind of makes it it does
0: have a very jazzy feel to mm -hmm. it, which is crazy because it's like an entirely electronic album.
1: Right. But she's her, her vocal style is uh, she uses a lot of uh, syncopation and, in counterpoint you know a lot of a lot of things that you would expect to be employed by you know John Coltrane or uh, Charles Mangus but at the
0: same time it's I love the... it. and I I completely agree uh, her her voice is distinct I think one description I heard is that it kind of sounds like someone like singing their diary but like with just the most delightful yeah there definitely is a voyeuristic quality vocal performance to
1: listening to this and that was that was going to be the next thing that i would say is that like at times it's profoundly uncomfortable to hear the things that she thinks about herself and at the same time just have I mean, she clearly has like a kind of a skewed way of, of thinking about herself. All these these profound insecurities, and I hope that there this is like a way that she's able to to get over them, um, because it's it's pretty empowering at times to hear someone so obviously beautiful and talented sing about uh, <laughs> the things that she does. Uh, you know, this kind of yeah. Especially, I think especially on on, uh, on Drew Barrymore, her kind of. Uh, skewed way of thinking about herself is, is apparent.
0: Um, what are some of those lines, uh, that you think of in, uh, in Drew Barrymore?
1: I mean the hook, the hook is, uh, oh, it's not just Drew Barrymore. There's some, I, I mean, it's, it's, all, it's all, of it. The, 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 the weekend is one, but on, on Drew Barrymore, so, she's, she's just, uh, Concern that she can't be enough. Sometimes she's saying it coyly, but you know there's sincerity in it as well.
0: Right, it's a it's a repeating theme, right? And it very much comes through in the weekend. The weekend is her consoling herself um, about about being the girl on the side
1: right and she she's trying to own it like it's something
0: good and so she markets it as if like okay like you're the week i'm the weekend right i'm i'm special
1: well that's a pun too, because of my what is the week and the weekend i mean it's a bit of clever wordplay as well In the sense of weak, you know, they're 2 weak, weak-willed women.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. interesting. I, I mean, that's that was too many cules past me, but oh, yeah. I figured, no, yeah. I think it's yeah, very intentional. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good, man. That's awesome. I, I slipped right past me. It really did. Um. But uh, totally can, can see that. And yeah, but it, it is, it's, uh, you mentioned uncomfortable. Um,
1: voyeuristic.
0: I think uh, uncomfortable, voyeuristic, a lot of people call it, you know, empowering and stuff, which it is, um, you know, it's cathartic, certainly. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. is also sad, and I think it's important for me, I, I don't know, it's, there's a lot of it that is sad. She's being mistreated by people on the album, and she's being mistreated by herself too. Yeah, well, it's about At, knowing. I'll, I know think it's an album
1: it about knowing your worth.
0: Yeah, um, it, it's an album about knowing your worth, and and I think a lot of that is where it is important and where it comes through. Yeah, uh, why she would have older women. Namely, her grandmother and mother featured in between tracks as kind of that guiding force, Mm -hmm. that comforting light, um, kind of bringing her home, you know.
1: Of these other uh, feminine influences in her life, like women who maybe she's considered, she considers to have kind of figured it out. Like when her grandma comes exactly. in on these skits, she's like this wise, you know, this wise truth sayer
0: Right, her grandma has no doubt and she, <laughs> about anything. No, she, she doesn't. She everything. talks.
1: She talks very plainly and um, it, it, about like you know fundamental differences of opinion and human relationships, or in her own relationships and stuff.
0: But it's almost like she, she oversimplifies. Talks about, it. She talks about the. She talks about some of the. Yes, she. Well, she makes it seem really yeah. simple. But I think that that type of thing is really probably comforting to someone who's in Scissor's position. But also like, confusing. Everything seems so gray. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, am I? Does this person um, like me? Are they even attracted to me? Do I have any worth in their eyes? Do I have any worth in my own eyes? How? You know, just uh, uh, she is kind of lost in lost in spirals um, throughout, which is sensible, right? She's her young twenties. Shit is hard, um, and and so I, I I mean I very much relate to where she's coming from, but I also like I I think that's why I imagine that I might be projecting too much that kind of. You know, including uh, an older presence, especially someone who you admire. You know, someone who has gone before you and who says things and sounds like they believe them. And you believe yeah. that they've figured it out. Right. And so for her grandma, to mother, to boil things down really simply and say, like, if you know you don't
1: have to fool with
0: me. Basically, relationships don't have to be so hard. You know, you, you, you like me? Cool. Hang out with me. Talk to me. Be my friend. If you don't like me, that's fine too. Leave me alone. <laughs> Get out of that's my That's the life. one that I always try to think it's of like, too.
1: It, that's it, the one that I think about. It's this vague one you just mentioned. To treat you, you mean.
0: Yeah, you don't have, you don't you have to treat me mean. She says, You don't have to fool with me. I don't have to treat you, have to you treat mean to me treat mean
1: I just let you be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What are your um what's your favorite track?
0: Um, I was trying to think about that I guess some, some albums like I, this
1: there's like usually a lyrically best track and then like a, you know there's a, a more a lot of, version.
0: A, yeah I, I agree with you that Supermodel has a really wonderful vocal performance I love the intro to Doves in the Wind when she's talking about Forrest Gump for like the entirety of a verse yeah let's go to that can, can we can we read those lyrics Yeah. We can do
1: that. Well, we can read some of them. Real black men do not deserve pussy, meaning it's more. You see right through walls. Ain't talking about pussy. Meaning you deserve the whole box of chocolates. Come at me. Forrest Gump had a lot going for him. Never without pussy. You know, Jenny almost gave it all up for him. Never even pushed for the pussy. Where's Forrest now when you need him? Talk to me.
0: See, that's a funny she thing that kind say, of connects where's her to- Forrest. She doesn't say, where's Forrest now when you need him? She says, but where's Forrest Gump when you need him? She double names him. Where's now when you need him? <laughs> That's the real verse. It really is. Where's Forrest Gump when you need him? talk to me yep. almost gave it all up for him never even pushed for the pussy she says she it, it Jenae a- like jenny a- 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 like jenny like that's funny i yes it was so was, confusing that's why at I, first that's why yeah. i sang that part yeah. because i i thought that it might have been a reference yeah, i was like is this a... her? Hmm. I, and i have no idea i don't think um but i think she just like i mean that's a charming gay. verse
1: but is it is it true of, of forrest gump i mean we don't need to get into a into an analysis of that movie
0: but <laughs> i i think i think we, we we're not going to get into a forrest gump analysis well um, we can't people have already done that
1: but your what's your gump analysis for this it seems like um, she's just looking for a forrest gump character you know
0: Uh well I think she liked the love that she saw in Forrest because it was true and pure and deep you know true and pure and deep it was like it was like well the, it came it came without expectation from a Tyler Childers song you know it was uh it was awesome like that's that's the type of love she's she's looking for and of course she hits us with uh, is Love Galore like the second song? Yeah,
1: that's the Luke? that's the one with that annoying Travis Scott feature, but otherwise a really good song.
0: Yeah, like we said, I mean, the, the features are are kind of they're why this album got popular probably. Right, well that's the
1: biggest single. Um, the Travis Scott one is the biggest. That one's like double platinum.
0: Um, but uh, but she is the star of this album. Oh yeah, she doesn't need them. And that's good. You, uh no, not at all, not at all. I, and that's it's kind of funny in context with this. So she, she did almost all the writing on this album. Well,
1: she's a songwriter by trade. But if you, she's written songs right. by.
0: But if you look at, um, like, if you look at the Wikipedia page for this album, you look at the individual tracks. There's a, a very very heavy presence of men, especially on the first half of the album was oh, like influencers on the tracks, um which yeah i it was like way more men than women who were like and, and I think that especially like you hear that on uh, on Doves in the wind with Kendrick and maybe, maybe that's why that annoys me is it kind of that it feels like a wolf in sheep's clothing at times Kendrick often uh, I get that vibe from him but, but he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, especially when it comes to like him being woke about femininity.
1: No, I think he's a. I yeah. I think he's a closet misogynist. Yeah. If not even, he kind of tells you what he is, and people just t- t- still treat him as if he's.
0: They they shrug it yeah, off. Yeah, they do. He's a, probably a guy who's trying his best. I mean, maybe uh, many many people internalize. Misogyny.
1: Yeah, but he's it's Women, it's gone past internalizing. Men. If you're singing about it.
0: Well, remember that also like music is music is self expression and cathartic and a diary. It's not always it's an important platform. Like you're saying it's uncomfortable to listen to some things that Silza talks about. She's not necessarily like prescribing you a moral formula for living your life. I mean that's why she includes her grandma on the track, you know? Is <laughs> that's not what that's not what she's there for. Um, maybe that's not what Kendrick's there for either. Anyway, we don't need to talk about Kendrick too much more, but I did think... No, I I, I wouldn't do that. I don't,
1: have, I don't have anything prepared enough to to
0: talk about my issues yeah, yeah, yeah. with Kendrick. And I, 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 I don't couldn't come make up with that. I don't want to make too hot of a take. Well, you I'm know. incapable
1: of coming up with a hot I, or I love take.
0: I love, like... Take gonna, down of
1: Kendrick Lamar.
0: Good Kid, Mad City. Oh, you know, yeah, that's the record's all that, But... Um, but, that's just how I feel, right? So, I mean, I mean, this is just... This is just our podcast, so we get to say stuff. Yeah, right? we can say I mean, stuff. Nobody can, nobody can try to make us get woke up in our own podcast. We can say what we want. I've been saying what I want. All right, I'm, I'm me too. All right, so what about the garden? Or it's not the garden; it's just garden. I love that. I love that song. Say it like that. What?
1: Yeah, that one's really nice. It makes that, that is that is the song that's in the Tyler Childers ballpark. Of like it's just a purely just delicious indulgent in love song.
0: <laughs> it's indulgent. Yes. And the best line. Say it for me. Dude, I don't know what your best line is. Everybody know everybody
1: loves this is why everyone falls in love with this album. For this line that you're thinking of? Yeah. I, I feel like I've been caught with my pants down.
0: <laughs> oh, I could, I could, I mean, I could be wrong here. I, oh, I just assumed. The, 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 the is the beginning?
1: Lie to me and see my booty getting bigger even if it ain't. Yeah. yeah Wait, yeah. I nailed it? You. yeah you did hell yeah <laughs> yeah that would that's great
0: that's real love that is oh, the most memorable lie uh, you say my booty getting bigger even if it ain't <laughs> you know I'm sensitive about having no booty having nobody this um, is, oh this is also what yeah. I was talking about earlier well it's, uh, it's obviously oh, false. false that
1: she has you yep. know None of that.
0: She's a very attractive yeah,
1: person. Not unusual. She's. I mean, she's. She's. A, she looks like a normal girl. Like another thing she sings about. Ah.
0: She says that she says I'm just a normal girl. She has. No, she cool wishes she though. was a normal girl. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and I guess so. Um No, I I love that song. Wait, but um, she's And I think it's the cool. weird thing though is that she still I think has it's this cool kind of imposter syndrome
1: where like she loves
0: Well I think it's cool to talk about like I, I mean, you know how complex insecurity with our bodies goes where you're like you're like you know, she's she's got a great body, she's very attractive, whatever. But she does not have the prototypical, like, you know, thick hip-hop chick look, you know? And that's basically what she's saying in this song, which is, like, shot. Like, there's people who, who are killing themselves. Well, she's a little like, more, girlish. She's more girlish. She's more girlish in her personality has. as well. But for her, she's like, you know, you, you'd probably rather be laid up with a big booty. Yeah, she's kind of the strangest exactly. type of...
1: She's the, she's the opposite of, of a sex object. She's certainly a, a sexual subject in all of this. She does nothing to objectify herself. Like, you know, other, other prominent pop stars will do sometimes.
0: Uh, what do you mean she does nothing to objectify herself? That's an interesting comment.
1: Well, she Hmm. She wants to... she's never selling her body. She wants to be loved for herself. And she's constantly suspicious that she's being used because she has been used.
0: Yeah. I think that's valid. Like in this song, she's
1: in love with this guy. Um, And he says he loves her too, but she doesn't believe him. Well, not truly. She's kind of in this in between area.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I think so she hasn't come out with anything since this, has she?
1: Not a full length. Which also relates her to Frank Ocean sporadic album release you know
0: during well during this album she kind of had a you know she ended up having a really intense anxiety episode shortly before the Mm -hmm. release and declared very publicly that she was quitting music forever um and then you know she later was like okay like i was just freaking out um we resolved that later that night you know it wasn't that big of a deal she said the record company ended up having to take her hard drive away from her just because they shot, she thought was she might delete it right she was just working and re- reworking no oh, Grimes did yeah, that
1: exactly uh, Grimes made an entire record and deleted it and the one that she 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 remade it and it became Art Angels that's a side side thing but kind of interesting
0: um, Kanye West did that as well. Um, so do the Killers. He he and he did an interview right before. Um, it was like shortly before he was supposed to release. Um, what is that album that says on the front cover? It has a picture of Wyoming and it says like. Uh, being bipolar. Oh, it's called Yay. Is just, being bipolar sucks? No, it's awesome. Yeah, Yay. Yeah, he, so he like that was like done and then he like oh I remember that was a whole thing last summer and then got criticized and then after the interview he goes and spends two weeks in Wyoming deletes the whole thing remakes the whole thing and then comes out alright we're gonna take a quick break which okay quick break hello The is over. All right, cool. Um, okay, we're back. So, fella. Yeah, we're, we're back. We're so back. Um, Sam's a chef, which is why I'm not I a chef. we was had speaking, to take a break. I was, he was cooking was parboiled rice. all
1: well, I got for backpacking, but I don't
0: need, so. I got it. That's some pretty good chefery. What we were talking, what we were talking about was people deleting their albums. We mentioned Grimes doing that. We mentioned Kanye doing that. We mentioned The Killers doing that, um, and almost SZA, but she was prevented from doing it. Imagine if this album was deleted. Control that would be so Alt sad. Delete. Okay, let's talk about why she has a bunch of computers on the front cover and why the name is Control but spelled like the control mm. key on a computer. What do you think? Is there any reason for any that. of these things? Well, the album kind of starts talking about control a little uh, bit. Yeah, How does it begin again?
1: I you lose control? I don't know, certainly.
0: Like? Yeah. It wasn't very good. Not to like minimize what that. The theme? it was probably important to her. But to me, I got very little control. Um, control, I feel like she maybe sees herself, she wishes she had more control. And she also sees the control that others exert over her. And the control that she exerts over herself. Um. You know, uh. Manipulation, human relationships, um, feeling vulnerable and not wanting to feel vulnerable. All these things are like, okay, you know, you you kind of have uh, power dynamics involved. Uh, I'm sure being a superstar now probably adds a lot of complexity even onto that. And then the control key being this is, I mean, it's an electronic record. She's always on her computer. She's making music. On her computer. I think that, you know, it's modern. She's a modern... Apparently, she also uses... Woman. The modern album. Uh, She uses a PC. Uses what? (laughs) Why is that? Because she does not command?
1: Well, on the MacBook, it's spelled out as a whole word.
0: Well, she might might have a separate keyboard, so I have a Mac. But I... I have, but I use so you think SZA uses a mechanical, mechanical keyboard? keyboard that says the word control on it?
1: Okay, so SZA either I uses so. a mechanical keyboard or she's the
0: music. <laughs> I mean, if she's in the music I game, there's think no way that she that has both a of PC. Those I just don't buy that.
1: Really unlikely.
0: <laughs> both of those hypotheses are both really unlikely. Mechanical keyboard she use probably uses a MacBook ha- and doesn't a have a PC. mechanical keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I mean, CZA clarifies. To us yeah, Sizzle. If you hear this, please clarify truth.
1: this question for us. It's about, hope, about the of us.
0: Sizzle, if you, if you it's, tell me Max, that you have not, it's not. This keyboard, record is not particularly
1: electronic sounding to me.
0: No, no, it's not. It, most people wouldn't even realize. You mean so it in its entirety? Is that true? Yeah. I am I'm, I'm nearly certain of it. We should Our confirm.
1: personnel? That. There's a drum track, there's a bass track. There's strings on track 4. But yes, I think largely largely yes.
0: Yeah. Um I mean it's, it's and and what I will say is That type of music, electronic music, has lent itself to the type of vulnerability that we see in artists like Frank Ocean and SZA. I think it helps, right? I mean, if you're, like, alone in front of your computer (laughs) making music as cathartic self-expression, that's a lot different than writing your songs in a group or even oh it's completely like a different Because with so much of
1: like corporate pop is written in focus groups yeah like um, what's his name right who's that swedish producer max martin he's got all these theories of songwriting and stuff and pop music writing that get incorporated into like everybody he writes for so basically instead of having distinct pop stars you have like different flavors of max martin
0: You have like a But it's not even Max Martin because what he is trying to
1: sell you is a reflection of yourself. So it it becomes it's I mean it's the odd thing of celebrity. And this is this is kind of what I was talking about with her being a subject rather than an object. Whereas if if if, uh these uh, like other Uh other pop records are trying to be uh It's just interesting that this works somehow because she does like by accident what you know these like executives are trying to do very much on purpose it's art really you know the most like traditional kind she's like some some kind of auteur
0: I like it. If this album, well, what do what do we make of the order of this album?
1: It is kind of long. It's kind of a long album. No, it's. I right? mean, it's it's forty nine minutes long. It's not
0: super long. Mm-hmm. Which it's super long for a modern album, man. I feel like everything I've been listening to lately. It's like. Just over a half hour, like ten songs, fourteen songs on this.
1: Well, call it a difference in perception. I think this is pretty normal. I think over an hour is unusual, but uh, oh, anywhere for... between forty, anywhere between forty over between an hour is thirty-five. Minutes I, uh, an I would hour say I think is is good and and expected. I think I think under thirty-five minutes. Is oh, short. Yeah.
0: It's not like. It's not com- common. No, it's, long.
1: it's not remarkably long. It's not worth commenting on it though. You so you you want to mess with the order?
0: Yeah, it's, sorry.
1: I always think about I. I no, no. What do you I think don't. of this? I so don't. when no. you're building a baseball, so roster, just a preview
0: for next week. A lot
1: of like managers now in yeah. the age of sabermetrics say that you should just um put it in descending order of on base percentage plus slugging percentage so basically you just have your best hitter go first and then your second best hitter go second and your third best hitter go third etc all the way down until your ninth best what do you think of that okay being analogous to how you should build albums do you think that 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 is how we how we process them
0: so a few things um one, preview for next week. We're going to be talking about the Fool by Ren Weaver. So I've been listening to a lot of that album okay. as well this past week, and uh, I occasionally get a. Sh- I basically occasionally get a str- distracted by the order of that album. It does not lead with its strongest track. Um. Its strongest track is the third track it's first track is one of the weakest um, and it's second track is uh, the second track probably the second best track on the album I mean questionable right but but if I was making that album there's no way that I would have led with the track that I led with because your leading track I mean really right, sets well, the tone I kind of for think my baseball album. analogy is... it's really important
1: how a lot of my favorite albums are or like a gradual the other thing paid. though but sometimes you want you want a clean up hitter in the middle but what of the i wanted
0: to mention what i wanted to mention is we also have on our on our roster and we don't have a set date for when we're going to talk about it but uh, born to run i mean one of my very favorite albums and the typical bruce strategy is finish Well, when he with starts our to,
1: he, so. he I think it's really important to have really strong bookends.
0: You have a strong start, but you, you have a blowout finale, right? Like you, the start of your album is, you know, yeah, you, you have your radio hit, but you have your cult classic hit as your B side cap end, you know, like bookend that shit, you know, really strong. Um,
1: I guess that one of the reasons why I make the the analog to the I, baseball lineup is because there's of all the sorts ways of, I, I think of
0: it just make. like as a shape, right?
1: So like the reason you want to put your best hitter first in the lineup is because it's more likely that that hitter will get more at-bats over the course of a season. The guys who are in the top 2 yeah. or 3 spots in the lineup can see hundreds of more at-bats than everybody else. And since I typically listen to albums from beginning to end and I don't always have a time block to last the entire time, I end up listening to the first five songs way more than yep. everything else. And I could, that's probably, and I've recognized that flaw sort nope. of in the way that I listen to music. And sometimes I, I listen to an album on repeat or I'll start on the, on, you know, the B side, but
0: I will yeah. start albums in the middle, well, pretty like often for that reason. Um, I I'll start albums in the middle um, or mm. from you know a song that was stuck in my head. Um, once I start albums, I never shuffle them. I think it's weird to play with the order. of well, No, that album, sounds like a good reason um, to do it because the songs really, the songs can really flow into each other, uh, and I think when we talk about control well
1: you, you that's talked about very Dan. true
0: for this album like I think a lot of these songs really just like do you remember that detail about Dan another. and so the order is important they played what with the order the they wrote
1: that he released it in multiple orders he released it forward to back and then yeah
0: you're right he did
1: Because he was doing a kind of, like, uh, Christopher Nolan... What is that movie? uh, I really don't like it. It's a guy with a guy with tattoos all over his body. Where he has to kind of rebuild the story in reverse.
0: Oh, I like that. Um, That was called... um,
1: I thought that he... Yeah, okay. I just I find I, I kind of find his movies a lot of times. I thought it was it was kind of like Inception or Interstellar where he just wants to daze you with a concept and distract you from Ye- you know, the lack of anything delightful.
0: But the acting was good and the acting was good and so was the scenery. I mean, we had a beautiful I hated picture. It.
1: <laughs> well, this isn't about it. that movie though. But this the uh, that album reminded me of it. So, but you're All saying, right. well, cuz th- this album has um It, it does flow into itself, but there's a lot of albums that aren't designed to do that. You know, like like there's there's some albums where they'll incorporate like a transitional musical interlude onto the end of a track and the beginning of the next one where it makes the songs flow together. And I think this might be something like that. But there's also a lot of albums that don't do that that I also love. So
0: there's so many. I don't know if it's ordered.
1: imperative that you can't shuffle it around and play. with am just.
0: I'm trying to think of like a bunch of. Uh. Okay. So. It's it depends so much on the album, right? I mean, in this. Okay. So one one that I thought of is uh, where the album is really imp- where order is really important, but the fo- songs don't really flow into each other. But the songs are kind of chronological is uh, Days okay. Are Gone by Haim. Yeah. I mean, I listened to it three or four times. So, so anyway, it's a, it's a breakup album, right? So it starts with her falling in love uh, and then feeling like things are going to go forever. Uh, and then, you know, things get hard and they break up and then they get back together. Um, and, you know, whatever. And then the album eventually ends but (laughs) it's it's an it's the ebb and flow of a long-term relationship that unfortunately i think you know well it ends it ends sadly but it ends bittersweetly like it's not all bad um it's a mature album um but if it was played in any other order you wouldn't get that storyline at all um, I don't know if that's true for. No, I don't think it's true for, true for, for most album, albums. But there's lots <clears throat> of albums that. Do I think kind well, that of-
1: a lot of albums are not even albums. They're just a oh, collection right. of singles, that they're doing, selling as a package deal. It's like um. I I think unfortunately, but this and I think this is how a lot of people think of albums is is they're selling you um. What is the analog at the store? It's like you buy a big. Th- uh, sack of stuff, and you know there's stuff in there you want, and you have to. Sh- you have and only to, like, one of it's good. It to like, <laughs> and because they sell it at a discount because they're trying to get the other shit in there. And there's like a, you know, there's like a chance.
0: or or, or they, more, or they like, sell it okay, for a little bit more. You know, I'll spend you
1: know? a bit more on
0: this. I spend a little bit more because wait, I am getting more, get and more. then you find out. Oh, and wait, then they're like, oh wait, can I just buy more. the one I'm, thing? I just have to sift through crap. Um, no, that's not. Yeah, you know I think mean, about but we albums. don't talk about albums like that. We only talk about good albums, yeah. And control is good yeah. all the way through. Um, the album, I don't think it's chronologically important. I don't think it's like, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's like that. Uh, Days are gone album. Uh, i don't think it is like okay here's another one so there's also concept albums that just kind of go together because because they go together right like Joshua Tree the word the, the does the album order in Joshua Tree by U2 is that well important? i think
1: what, what that the only times that is important is if you can if there's an, uh, an experience that you want to generate using the order.
0: It's ritual.
1: What do you say more? What do you mean
0: by that? Okay. My presumption is this. When I play an album, And often, I'll listen to the same album on loop over and over again, you know, for like weeks at a time sometimes if I get stuck on it, right? And it kind of puts you into a trance, you know? You're listening and you're hearing different things in it every time you listen, but you also know a lot of what's coming, you know? um, So you're prepared for the next track before it starts, oh yeah, the music. I have that.
1: Anyway. I have that kind of like Tourette's thing and where I have to.
0: That ritual. I have to
1: say it. Well, I have to sing it. I have to. If I'm listening to, to it, it a lot, that. I sing it. I sing it really in, quick. In, what, what I'm in, What's gonna come next, before it comes.
0: <laughs> but I think that ritual is kind of important, and it's basically it's prescribed, right? So maybe the artist didn't originally care too much about the order of their album maybe there was a few different ways that it could have gone they ended up settling on one thing maybe it could have had two other ways that it would have still been just as great but the point is they picked this one this is the way that it came out and if you follow the ritual you're following the same ritual that everybody else who's listening to the album well but
1: that's just the more that's the most abstract reason there's something kind
0: of cool and special exactly exactly And that's what I was trying to do. It's come up with like, you know, for any album, regardless of whether it is uh, a concept album or a collection of songs or in chronological order or the songs bleed into one another, maybe it's just best to listen to an album.
1: Well, you're not arguing with me. Some of it for me is just laziness, though. I find it <laughs> tremendously convenient to have an hour of music at a time.
0: Have you ever, like, shuffled, like, have you ever, I, I've, like, shuffled the Hamilton soundtrack before. That was a terrible thing. That doesn't experience. sound
1: good. See, that that's one that my, my on-base percentage, <laughs> you know, just the uh, decreasing on-base percentage plus slugging percentage uh, structure, that would not work for musicals. It's kind of important, Mm -hmm. the narrative aspect of musicals. But there's, there's obviously there's some albums like that. What are, what are some examples of non?
0: I think songs warm us. I think, I think songs warm us up for each other, right? So, if I, you know, I mean, and let's get back to control since we are, um, you know, kind of dwelling on that specifically. But is it possible? that like uh, okay does she lead with her with her strongest it's track?
1: very up there for me i don't know if it's the strongest i think it, it is I mean, like i was saying, I was talking from different perspectives i think in some ways go gina is the is the strongest track i think in some ways
0: i mean go Gina's like smack yeah, in the middle yeah it is exactly the in the
1: middle it's 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 track 7
0: I think in some ways, Drew Barrymore is one, of, her, the is one of the best. And I think the weekend is huge, and that's smack in the middle. The garden. I mean, it's smack I with love. Again, it's just garden. It's not the garden. But those are all very like middling tracks. I mean, basically, it's good all the way yes. through, which is the hard part. Um. The what is the most boring song on this album, if there is one? Not that it's a bad. Boring songs are great, but like you know, okay, this is. This is your chai latte mm. of the album. What is it?
1: Well, I like. I, I think. I, I think I mentioned before. I these slamming us with this Travis Scott feature at the beginning. I really like a lot of that song, but I I really don't don't like him on it. So I will probably go with Love Galore as my least favorite, and that's number two.
0: Okay interesting love galore is number two it's still like you said that's the that's the kind of the breakout hit of the album though right so even if you don't personally like it that much or it's i mean you like it but you don't like travis scott's feature it's still it still counts as up there it leads it but does it to get to what i'm suggesting does it establish credibility for the album.
1: Well, that's clearly like, the design. You kind of, I
0: d- you're basically like.
1: If she didn't have advisors, I don't know getting if she the would have people... ended up with these features at all.
0: If she didn't, okay. Point is, could you have lived with doves in the way or love galore? I would argue that you definitely could not. You could probably leave with love galore. It would be more confusing without supermodel. Supermodel sets us up. Or when doves in the wind comes around well not everybody you could tell the story about dad listening to doves in the wind for the first oh, I, time
1: the first time i i just heard you know i heard this 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 new album come out and people were really excited about it so i was like i'm gonna listen to this while i take a shower and i was at i was living at home at the time in cleveland with my parents and i, I turned this on i never listened to her before so i didn't have any idea what to expect I had my, you know, my little Bluetooth speaker on in the bathroom, just enjoying myself, enjoying the music. You know, we, I've been showering for seven minutes and 36 seconds, and then uh, a dozen the wind turns on. Um,
0: Thanks. Good quick math on that, by the way. Three minutes and one second is Supermodel, followed by Love Galore, which is 435. (laughs) The dozen yeah, it doesn't comes on, on.
1: and uh, my father is very protective of my mother's ears. She doesn't want he doesn't he doesn't, and he also wants, uh, especially with with sexual content and with the word motherfucker, he gets uh, a little triggered. So when uh, Kendrick Lamar says pussy. How many I don't know how many how many times he says pussy in this song. It's so it's so many. It's he's rhyming pussy with pussy times. over and over and over again. That I'm just I'm standing in the shower and knowing Boy. this is going to be a problem. But I'm also in the damn shower. So I'm not gonna get out and turn it off. Dad's downstairs in the kitchen doing dishes <laughs> or something. And we live in a our house is like a hundred years old and you know, it's 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 not a big, big rock solid structure. So it pretty much anything you're doing in the house, anybody can hear anywhere else. So he runs up the stairs. Well, he said, he yells from downstairs, Sam, that's offensive. Well, then he ran out. <laughs> uh, instead of just turning it off himself, he demanded that I get out of the shower and turn it off. So I was like, so scared. And, and <laughs> angry. Like, dripping all over the place, turning this off. So, I still have some... I completely I think there's new, still some latent trauma... Turning off the pussy song. ...with this song. For me. Like, I think I still wince when I hear it every time he says pussy. But not because of my own, you know, gentle constitution. But because of this experience.
0: Well, it's... It... it it's kind of one of those and, and I don't know this is, will be an interesting exploration but it's kind of one of those things and maybe this is why again Kendrick Lamar being on this track has been like kind of a Wait, what is been the repeat for me theme? well you know uh, point is Is it, even with the best intentions, okay for a man to say pussy 15 times in a row?
1: Well... The reason, the reason that I distrust like if this, so the verse it, that he's got okay. <laughs> is he is basically painting this perception of, of pussy holders. His pussy, I mean, pussy, he's not literally talking about pussy, right? He's reducing women to, to their pussies. And then...
0: I don't think that, well, I don't think that's completely true because he's saying it's the product. He's saying He's basically saying guys that's only want not all sex. He's saying. Or he's talking about the guy he's saying that the he's talking about the guys who only want sex. Right? They'll they'll whine for it, dine for it pussy. Right? You know, what do they want? There, you know. That's what they want. So, that's what, he's no, saying. what
1: he's what you have to hear me out here. So he is saying That, like, pussy is the product, and the, there's the, the price. There is a price for it, and you don't always know what it's going to be. But you will pay, pay the price, whatever it is. And sometimes the price is, he's basically, he says basically that women are manipulative, which is, I think, a, a, a pretty typical misogynistic belief. Because, I'll, you know, a lot of times abusive men will will justify their abuse by saying that they're just doing what they believe women are doing too. you know, like pick up, pick up artist culture. You know, you're allowed to emotionally manipulate people, women, because women are emotionally
0: manipulative.
1: You know, it's like a game that you both are supposedly playing, but that's not really true most of the time. I don't know. I really don't like this verse.
0: I don't either. It he seems he seems like kind of like you know the kid in the back of the uh, you know the uh, women's studies class who like just doesn't quite get
1: it. Yeah, I don't really understand where his he's just so wrong every time uh, he talks about and his relationships. Like,
0: like halfway through, it the, like it's weird because what he's he's saying is. He uses the word I facetious. I don't think so. He he does actually say that. He says, "Pussy can be so facetious." The heavyweight champ, um, which is a line that I don't entirely comprehend.
1: And pussy is undefeated. Um, I mean, it's just odd the way that the metaphors that he uses are strange. He
0: just he just kind of. Sh- Stringing words together. But then when he does start to make sense. Kind of at the end. Um, where he basically starts making fun of like. Uh, like early 90s hip hop style. You know fake chains. And the gold. Uh, you know gold chains. And you know. Whatever. He's claiming you know. You're out overcompensating too much. Basically. He. Says. He's basically mocking posers, but then he goes and says, um, you know, if she fuck a young man like me, it's over for you. So basically he's making fun of guys for posturing and saying that that's not cool and it quote won't get you no pussy. And then he goes and postures well, he, like he, an he's idiot. He's been
1: posturing the whole time. What the fuck? He just is claiming to be. He's claiming superiority the whole time. It's ridiculous. He's how it is? He's mansplaining this to us.
0: It's yeah. It's like it doesn't make any sense.
1: I think it's just inscrutable enough that he can get away with it. Like, it's just slightly too difficult to understand. Or what he's saying. That he can he can have it mean whatever he wants it to mean. What's that? I mean, you can kind of say anything you want in this kind of rhyme scheme way.
0: Because
1: he's not being too literal at any time. Like, you can never be like, you plainly said this. It just gives you a weird feeling. Anyway, I think we're talking too much about Kendrick Lamar. It's on his record.
0: Yeah, it's not his record.
1: Anyway. Yeah, those two tracks I might even just take off. So... I remove the features. I don't need those guys on on this. I like that I Isaiah Rashad feature in Pretty Little Birds, though.
0: I like her. I like the part about I like the yeah. part about Forrest Gump at the start. Mm. <laughs> um,
1: so, um, I give it, uh, four earbuds uh. and one, um, one little, uh, D- dancing guy. That's my rating. What's your
0: rating? I would, I would give this album. Uh, I think I think it's you know nine out of ten. What? Nine what are 10 the 10 units? Really, I mean it's a solid solid album. Um,
1: nine just integers.
0: <laughs> Not earbuds. I don't give away earbuds. What would you do with nine earbuds? How many ears do you have? i lose them a lot. Well, so you... You just... You want this to be like the earbud replacement pack? What do you... Ain't nobody the earbuds and balls. Nine earbuds <laughs> and
1: two... <laughs> like...
0: Better buy the SZA two, album because I always lose my rah, earbuds.
1: Rah, two to oh 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 oh, oh. oh yeah a give a couple, it a couple, couple millennial, millennial whoops. whoops yeah it's good. Maybe we'll return to it.
0: What which Can you the do what is what is a
1: millennial whoop No I do I just forget what it is. You, you don't know what, Dude, the what I, was I just doing it or is? no is it Whoa oh.
0: no, 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 no. It's kinda like You're closer now.
1: I think I was singing um, uh, "Car Radio" by, by my least favorite Columbus band. Let's Twenty
0: One Pilots. Oh my gosh. Uh, Um, there's actually a whole yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a whole thing about the millennial whoop.
1: Oh, Bad Romance. Wah.
0: The Millennial Whoop is...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wah. 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 Yeah, I was doing
0: it. Yeah. Oh, and Ivy by Frank Ocean, too. But it's, yeah, it's like kind of in everything. It says, the Millennial Whoop is a melodic pattern alternating between the fifth and third notes in a major scale, typically starting on the fifth in the rhythm of straight eighth notes and often using the wah and o syllables. That's an amazing definition. Good work, Wikipedia.
1: What, just how specific it is? Yeah. Yeah, we see we're, we're it's aspiring a, it's towards a this sense type sense. of rigor. I mean,
0: that's one... We are? No, we're not. Um, Yeah. Well, yeah, good job. Good for Wait, did you just end it? You're great.
1: Uh, okay. No, well, no, no. I think I we can't end just, it. So just, let's yeah. uh, let's say goodbye. I was just commenting. And next week, uh, next week we got some Rin Weaver coming in. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Bye bye.
0: Thanks everyone for tuning in. Do we have? Do we have? Uh, we're just leaving. We're, we're not even. Gonna sing or doing something? Some sort of ceremonious goodbye. Yes. Um. Nice
1: Hmm, what should I sing?
0: Um, can you give me three choices?
1: Here, I kind of want to sing this. Like a bird on the wire, like a drunk in a midnight choir, I have tried in my way to be free. That was uh, uh, just an excerpt of Bird on the Wire by Leonard Cohen, Um, and you guys all have a good week.
0: Bye, everyone.